Hello, everybody. I know that everything that's going on in the world right now, man, it feels a bit crazy. Every one of us has been affected by what's happening right now. There's incredible change. And we're all wondering, you know, what's next? How do we get through this? What's some of the best advice out there from a practical perspective? How to lead, how to think about these things. And so I asked uh, some friends of mine, people that have been on the podcast and in our community, just to come on and record some bonus episodes on exactly just their best thinking on how they're approaching this. And some of these conversations are absolutely, they're just so equipping and inspiring and fantastic. And we just wanted to share these with you uh, as just some extra from us. And please, if there's anything at all we can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out. John at eternalleadership.com or steve.writer, R-E-I-T-E-R, at rightturn.media. So please get in touch with us. We would love to hear from you. And God bless you in everything that's happening right now. Dove, welcome back. And it's so great to see you here. It's been a couple of years since we had you as a guest on the Strategic Philanthropy Global Summit. And I love what you're doing now. Uh, you guys need to follow and check out uh, what Dove is doing. It's Dove Baron, B-A-R-O-N. And what you're talking about now is about a dragon leader. And I, and I know you've been through some crazy stuff. You fell off a 120-foot <laughs> cliff under your head. So you and I both have had a lot of head trauma. And yeah, maybe- we're, we're both brain injured. Let's just, let's just be honest yeah. about it. If you're listening to us, you're actually listening to a couple of brain injured guys having a chat. So you go, yeah, you're, so you're going to listen to two guys uh, with brain injuries talk to us about what should we be doing, and maybe that's actually the perspective that would help getting through this. Because you know what, uh, it was interesting, and I was just sharing this with Dove before we started. That you know what, like everything that we're going through right now in this moment, actually, I I believe is is unprecedented. And, and mm-hmm. you know, we're leading organizations and teams and our families and friends in a times where I've never seen so much ambiguity and uncertainty. And that is the hardest environment to lead in, but it's also the environment that creates the most opportunity for us, I think, to have an influence in a positive way in the outcomes, even when it's sometimes honestly really hard. So, Here's what I'd like to do, and this is why I immediately thought of you, Dov, because there's so much going on right now, and I get so much stuff that's just flooding into my email box. It's mm-hmm. just not helpful, right? And I'm sure you're getting it too, especially being in the, the leadership world with your background. And here's yep. what I'd just like to simply talk about. It's just have a kind of conversation. You and I, I mean, yep. you know, whether you're like I was telling you, one of my friends owns an event center that was just shut down, has 20 employees by the state of Colorado because of what's going on. And uh, we have friends of ours that yeah. are doctors. They said it feels like, you know, one of my friends was in the green zone as an Air Force doc. He said it has the same feel to it going to work today. They're running out of supplies. He doesn't, you know, he's got, mm-hmm. I, and then there's people just trying to like, what does it look like? So anyway, here's what we're going to tackle is really what is some, like somebody comes and just sits down with you. I know you do a lot of training and speaking and coaching and just said, Hey, you know, what, yep. How do I think about this environment? What do you think is the mindset or the approach that people need to have as they're just trying to get through things almost moment by moment, day by day right now? 
one of the things that I've spoken about for 35 years, and I know you speak about, John, is humanistic leadership, uh, human-focused leadership. And people were talking around the subject, and now it's very real. The bottom line is, if you are a leader who is a CEO leading 5,000, 10,000, 100,000 people, or whether you're the CEO of your family or whatever it is, you are being asked to lead. Human beings, as you very well stated, don't like uncertainty. We don't mm -hmm. like it at all. And it creates panic in us. We want to be certain of certain of things. This isn't a time of certainty. This is now a time of service. So what I'm telling, I was on with uh, three of my CEOs yesterday separately, and they're all asking me, and, and they said, what do we do? And I said, number one, I don't know whether you're thinking about this, but if you are, get it out of your head. And they're like, what? I said, if you're thinking about cutting away your support in order to get to make cuts, we're the last people you should get rid of. And he's like, why is that? Because you have to lead and your head has got to be screwed on right for you to lead. You need me now more than ever because you've got to keep your head sane because your job is now to serve. And how do you serve? You become a resource for a community. Human beings don't like uncertainty, but we do like community. Even in uncertainty, we can get through it if we have community, but we're self-isolated. We can't go out there. We can't go for a cup of coffee or hang out at the park. No, you can't. But you can meet through Zoom meetings. You can meet through other platforms. You can get together digitally. Thank goodness that's where we are in our society, that we have all this wonderful digital connection. Become a resource for building community with the people you serve. That is number one. And number two is the only way to do that is by taking care of yourself and making sure you're taking care of your own mindset because you've got to support others, but you can't do that unless you're supported. Yeah, and I think on the, on the first one, I would really like to echo that. And I think this is a time where, I mean, we have time, right? I'm working out of my home office. And I've been calling people mm -hmm. that are on my team. I've been calling friends. I've been calling customers, former customers, not with a sales pitch, not to try to drum up business, simply to just say, man, <laughs> Dov, how you doing? How's the family? How's your wife? How's the kids? What do you, one of my friends shared with me that his wife is immunocompromised and their 85-year-old grandma, you know, mother-in-law is living with him. So he's afraid to go out and get groceries and to pharmacy runs. So we sat there and talked for a half hour and just had a great com people right now. They need that community. And you know, we can do that non-traditionally, but I think it's so important right now, like you said, is focus on serving other people and what's in their best interest. And then the second one you said is, you know, taking care of yourself. So question for you on that one, right? It's, it's a different world, right? We've now self-isolated. We have Lots Absolutely. of stuff going on. I think it's incumbent upon us as leaders to really understand the facts. So like as news comes in, I'm, I'm actually digging in to try to really understand and ferret out all the different spins and opinions and agendas that regardless of where yep. you get your news, they all have it. So I'm trying to get to the core facts so I can actually yes. be factual in conversations with people. But what does self-care really look like, do you think, in, in today's world? It's a great question, and I, I'd want to come to it, but I want to come to first this 
part of the self-care is in what I want to say first is that you, I, we right now are bombarded with news, mm -hmm. bombarded. And the number one thing I want you to do to take care of yourself is get out of your bubble because your bubble's not helping you. If you're a Fox watcher, stop, watch something else. If you're a CNN watcher, stop, watch something else. So people ask me, well, where do you get your news? I get my news from the BBC, Al Jazeera, RT, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, and independent news sources. And I consume a lot of news a day, but I don't want a particular spin. I'm very up on world events. As I think you know, I have the Leadership and Loyalty podcast. It's the number one podcast in the world for Fortune 500 listeners. So I have to be well informed. I also have another podcast called Curiosity Bites. And the reason I have that is because we have to stay curious. So if you want to self-care, stop being in your bubbles, get curious. Because the worst advice you ever got was surround yourself with like-minded people. That is not self-care. That is self-perpetuation of whatever crap stuck in your head. And you've got to get a bigger vision. So that's the number one thing you can do to take care of yourself is get outside of your own bubble. Listen to people. Talk to people. Find out why they believe differently than you do, it will shift you and will open your heart and open your consciousness. That's number one. Self-care number two is, are you reading? Mm. Are you reading uplifting stuff or are you just reading how the hell's go how the world's going to hell in a handbasket? Or are you actually reading things that lift you spiritually, emotionally, mentally, whatever level, learning level? That's another way to take care of yourself. Of course, then on top of that, well, what do we add? Of course, exercise. You need to move. You got to get your body moving. Here's the thing. Now, I want to help you with self care again. You want to raise your immune system. We all know if you're immune compromised, this is very dangerous. So, how do you self care? Raise your immune system. How do you do that? Well, obviously, you can do things like eat leafy greens, vitamin C, zinc, all those things you probably have heard about. And if you haven't, you can go on YouTube and find them. But on top of that, within four days, I'm going to tell you how to raise your immune system by 50%. Is that a good idea? Yeah, I'm in. Absolutely it is. Let's right? see if I'm already doing so here's it. Here's how you raise your immune system. <laughs> right. Here's how you raise your immune system in four days. You do this for four days consistently. Laugh mm. and be in gratitude. This is not my opinion. This is scientifically research. Your immune system is boosted by 50% by focusing on gratitude and by laughing. So what do I want you to do? I want you to take time each day to write your gratitude and then to share it with others. So find other people to share it with. People who are in your community, maybe they're your employees, maybe they're the people that you lead, maybe they're family members, but share what you're grateful for and make it mandatory that everybody has to reveal three and no repeating. So you can't repeat what somebody else said and you can't repeat what you said yesterday. You can't repeat for at least a week. Then you have to say something that you found silly today, something that was funny, something that made you laugh, even if it was a memory. That's okay because your brain doesn't know the difference. By laughing, by being grateful, you boost your immune system by 50%. So now what do we got? We've got writing in a journal. Very good. Reading and learning. 
Very good. Not reading the crap that tells you to help worlds go in a handbasket, but things that feed your heart, your soul, and your mind. Being grateful, laughing, meditating. Now, for some people, oh, you know, listen, you want to think, call it prayer, call it prayer. You want to call it contemplation, call it contemplation. But be quiet with yourself every mm -hmm. single day. It's vital. Then move your body. But I can't go to the gym. Yeah, well, nobody can. So you know what? Get on the floor, do something. And you, you can't do that because you've got an injury, you've got something. Okay, find another way, but move your body. Even if it's just sitting down with a ball and putting your kid on the other side of the room and throwing the ball to each other, backwards and forwards, that's some kind of exercise, that's some kind of movement. Then you can add a game to that, okay? So the game is, we could do it as a simple game with a small child, which is count. But on the other game is, you have to say, a word and whatever letter my word ends with, you have to do a new word that is, you have to give back to me and I have to give a new word that ends in, that starts with the letter you ended with. That keeps your brain active. All right. These are so, all ways to take care of yourself. So Dove, all my family is here under one roof. My three boys, my daughter-in-law, my grandson. I'm actually thinking of playing that game tonight, but knowing <laughs> my three boys, yeah, the language is going to quickly turn into probably something that's going to be so hilarious. I'm going to probably be on the floor laughing and my wife is going to be absolutely appalled, but we're going to give it a go. Good. Cause that sounds like a blast. You know what else we've been doing is at night with the family. We're all here, which is amazing. fantastic. It's been a huge blessing. We've been playing board games like settlers of Catan monopoly, uh, you know, just different stuff. And I got to tell you every night is sitting around the table like it should have been right? Laughing, having fun, talking about things. And I love what you said too about gratitude because you also talked about before, right? We need to be of service and community and resource. So if you actually wrote now and somebody, think of somebody right now that you haven't talked to, that you know that you probably should talk to, write down three things about them that you're grateful about who they are, maybe what they've done, a character trait that's helped you in the past. Pick up the phone and call them. I'll guarantee you it will be the highlight of your day and talk about paying it forward. You could even share with them what you're doing, why you're doing it, that we all need to be doing this. And you could actually start from what you just said. Dove is creating a movement where people are actually just sowing gratitude and humor and strengthening community. And you know what? That's what we really need because when we're, this is going to be over at some point, things are going to change. But if we, when we use this as an opportunity to build relationships, uh, take care of ourselves and build some better habits for ourselves personally, we have the opportunity to come out of this in a better place because things are going to shift. This is a massive trauma for most people. There's no doubt about that. So we're not denying any of that. And we need to take this very seriously. Um, I recently interviewed somebody from the World Health Organization. Mm -hmm. This is very serious. We need to take it seriously. And maybe you're well and you're in good shape and all the rest of it. And that's fantastic. And well, there's nothing to worry about, right? Well, you know what? I was speaking with that person and also reading. I read for many hours a day, but reading some stuff from an immunologist, pulmonologist out of Germany. And one of the things that I just want everybody to grasp this. So one of the things he put forward, he goes, we need to stop the panic, but we need to raise the awareness. And I think that that is so mm. good. We need to stop the panic, but raise the awareness. So here's how we stop the panic and raise the awareness. We got all these reports of deaths from COVID-19 from the coronavirus. And he says those numbers are wrong. 
most of those people are not dying from coronavirus. He said, actually, if you went back one year and did an autopsy on everybody who died, you'd find coronavirus because coronavirus is something we all live with every single day. The problem is this particular strain. So that's the awareness that allows us to remove the panic a little bit. Now into the deeper awareness, which is this. People who are dying are not dying of coronavirus. What they're dying of is this particular strain of coronavirus is lowering the immune system of those individuals. Mm. So these are people who have um, a compromised immune system or don't know, and this is key, don't know they have a compromised immune system. And yours and my responsibility is to be of service by not doing that, by not putting that out there into the world, by taking the time to self-isolate. Now, that is vitally important. On top of that, we have another piece, and that is, okay, so now we, we managed to flatten the curve around the epidemic. Fantastic. We don't overload our hospitals. Fantastic. That's the reason we're trying to flatten the curve, by the way, in case you don't know. Because people keep saying this, but they don't know why. It's so we don't completely collapse our care system in any country. Okay. Yeah. So now on top of that, we've got another problem. The other problem is this, is that people are not taking it seriously. So they're going out, and that's extending the level of this, which will extend the economic impact. If everybody stays home for 21 days, that sucks. Believe me, I love outdoors. It sucks. I get it. But you know what? As that, I don't know who it was. Somebody famous said, our grandparents were asked to go to war. We were asked to stay home and watch Netflix. It's really not that bad, right? It's not really as tragic as you think. So stay home. Okay. So we do that. The problem with it is this, that we've stopped buying. And the, the fallout of that is an emotional and mental crisis that will happen to people because of an economic crisis. Because the average American, before all this happened, was $400 from a catastrophe. Mm. $400, that $400 was used up last week. So now we're on a brink of, a, of an economic disaster for most people. Here's the thing. Go look, you'll see it everywhere you see my stuff. Under Dove Baron, you'll see the hashtag do business because we can keep the economic wheels on the bus by doing business. We don't have to go out. There's lots of things that you want, need, the services you need that you can get online. Do business. Let's keep the entrepreneurial spirit of the United States moving forward. And because I employ people, you employ people, we all have people that whether we employ them directly or whether we're under contract with them and that we're working with them, we're all trying to move this forward. The less people we let fall into the cracks, the better it is. So we need to do business. We need to keep things moving. We're not talking about going out into the shops. That's stupid. Let's not do that. Let's take care of each other, but let's raise this. Let's turn this curve of economics around so people can actually take care of their families. This is really important. These are key things in taking care of ourselves and taking care of those that we love and building communities that really care for each other. We can come out of this on the other side much better because we were all talking about we don't have enough time. Now you right. do. And as you said, you're playing board games. Awesome. Could you get your kids to play board games with you three weeks ago? No. Now? Yeah, sure. What the hell else are we going to do? Yeah, and we all went for a walk today and took the dogs out. And 
But I love what you said though too, right? You know, business needs to move on and it's hard sometimes, but I think also realizing that, you know, we do need stuff, right? Uh, But then entrepreneurial spirit is, you know, and also other things that maybe you're good at that you could help somebody with. My daughter-in-law, she was working in the restaurant industry, right? She has a degree in communication. So she's out. I helped her talk to a few people. She's helping Mm -hmm. people with their social media. She developed a skill, you know, it's not a lot of money, but you know what? She's being productive every day and she's making a little bit and she's helping other people with something that they needed help with so they can focus on some other things right now that are more important. So is it enough for her to live on? No, but you know what? I got to tell you, just for her to get paid a little bit for adding value for her is huge for her mindset, her mental health. And I think just her hope and optimism for what could, you know, like this is proof that I'm actually, that, you know, that I'm going to get through this. And sometimes that's all we need is just that little, little flick. You and I, I'll guarantee when you were recovering and you were just beat to all heck, right? And so was I. What kept me going was just that little glimmer of hope that tomorrow had the potential of being better today. That wasn't always true. But the fact that I just kept believing that tomorrow had the possibility of being better Ooh. than today is what kept me moving forward. So as we wrap up, my friend, yeah, what, 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 you know, on yeah, top ahead. of that, like, can I just say this because I think it's important for our generation to get, how old is your daughter-in-law? Uh, 28. Right. She's a millennial. Millennials are going to save the day. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because they were in middle school during the recession. They know what it's like. And many careers were birthed out of the recession. They already understand. Pay attention to millennials. They will help you. This is why your daughter-in-law is going to be great because new businesses are going to flare up out of this and value that comes from millennials understanding that that entrepreneurial spirit that they have is key for us. It's what's going to keep us going. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, as we wrap up, what any final thoughts you just want to put out to leaders that are out there right now helping themselves and their team move forward? Only to reiterate what I said, John, Mm. which is remember that you, A, got to find your own dragon fire, find that fire within you. And if you can't monetize it at this moment, then be of service. That's okay. Be of service. Right now, as leaders, we need to lead communities and communities are not a group of people in a room. It's everybody you're connected to and how can you serve them at a greater level? Be of service to others, create community, find ways to play, laugh, and be in gratitude. I am grateful to be here. I'm honored to be here, and I thank you for inviting me to be part of this so that we can all serve a little bit better. You yeah. can find out more about me at dovbaron.com, but you can actually write to me, dov, D-O-V, at D-O-V-B-A-R-O-N.com. And the reason I'm telling you that is not as a promotion. I'm telling you that because I want to know what you got out of this. I want you to write to John and tell him what you got out of this. I want you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show because John's bringing you great guests. And we need to know that this is making a difference because that is important. This is not about ear entertainment. This is about shifting you and growing you and making your life better. And John's bringing on those guests to assist you in doing that. Yeah, well said, my friend. And thank you so much for sharing, sharing from your heart. Such great advice. Let's serve. Let's be grateful. And let's just keep an eye on each other, right? Right now, that, that is 
that is how we get through it. It's, it's all about community, and I Absolutely. agree with you.